Hey guys, it's Liz, and you are listening to Dear Younger Me, Love Me, where we give people the chance to write a letter to their younger selves in hopes that we can learn a little bit from their lives. Hey guys, welcome to Dear Younger Me, Love Me. We are so glad that you guys are listening today. We are sitting here today with Grace Diamond. She is a freshman at Ball State University, an elementary education major. And I've known Grace since she was a little freshman in high school. She went to Huntington North and now she is all grown up and at college. And even though she's here now, when this comes out, I will already have missed her because she has left a few days before that. But Grace, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> Good. Your first podcast. I'm so yes. I'm so glad that I can be in this with you. But um, your your life has been a journey of a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Yes. And just trying to navigate how to be a healthy, functioning human being with all of your high highs and your low lows, right? Mm-hmm. And so. How has that experience been for you? Just learning how to navigate that, learning how to trust, learning all of that through your life. Well, I became a Christian. I accepted God into my heart when I was in sixth grade. My parents got divorced before that, and that was a really hard time for me. And I had at that time said that I was a Christian, but didn't fully understand what that was. Yeah. And then I accepted God into my heart in sixth grade. My mom had had a miscarriage, and that was one of my first, like, really big, like, why, God? Like, mm. what are you doing in this? Like, what is the purpose in this? If you're We're, supposed to love me, like, why would this happen? It yeah. was just really, really hard and really confusing for sure. But. It's like your first time you actually had to, like, question God. Yeah. Because, like, why would this happen? Yeah, and I kind of just shut down those emotions mm. and eventually it all built up and I was at church camp my sixth grade summer and I realized that he was there and that he did love me and that was kind of my first step like in my faith journey Hmm. after that I knew that I was a Christian and that I wanted to believe in God and that I trusted God but in eighth grade things kind of started to feel like it was just one thing after the other and I it was just like one bad thing piling up after another. And uh, yeah, and I was just really confused. Mm. I got bullied my eighth grade year, and that was the first time I ever really experienced a kind of a fall, like in my mental health. I was very depressed and confused, and I was struggling with my relationship with my stepmom. And then that summer before my freshman year, we actually had a kid in our grade pass away. Mm. I just didn't know what to do with it and I didn't know how to heal from it I guess because it just felt like it was so much all at one time as a little eighth grader starting with this like depression how did you deal with that then I didn't know how I tried to pretend everything was okay because I kind of had this image that I had kind of built for myself in the past two years of Grace Diamond is the they called me like a Bible thumper. Like yeah. <laughs> I was like the Jesus freak. Like I was so happy all the time. I loved life. I loved people. And those things weren't necessarily true. I still believed in God, but I was just really confused and wasn't positive and mm-hmm. was just kind of trying to fake it till I made it. And yeah. it wasn't really the healthiest thing. <laughs> it wasn't really working for you. No, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So then progressing into your freshman year, how did that move with you there because you like you said 
you weren't healing, like you weren't dealing with it and healing from it. So when you don't let yourself heal from something, it just kind of festers and gets worse. Did Mm -hmm. that happen for you? Yeah. And I just, I thought I had dealt with it, but truly like I was just kind of putting band-aids on broken bones and just calling it a day and moving Mm -hmm. on and like was like, well, it's okay. (laughs) But not truly like working through it and like working through I am a four on the Enneagram and I feel a lot. And so I felt like I was just like making too much out of the situation, which is something Mm -hmm. that I felt a lot throughout like my life. But you just felt like you were being too dramatic and you just had to get over it. Yes. But like my feelings in those times were valid. I was going through some really tough things and not not healing from it in the best way. And so I had this like God-shaped hole in my heart that I was feeling with things of the world, especially relationships with um, boys. And the kinds of relationships that I started to chase, especially my freshman year, were with people who I felt like they needed me. Hmm. And I think that, like, subconsciously, that was my way of, like, trying to heal other people because I didn't know how to heal myself. And so, like, I was putting all of my energy into like other people and like how can I help them and like oh they've gone through this I've gone through that too like I can help them but really I didn't know how because I I didn't know how to help myself through that either you were still walking around lost it's like the blind leading the blind yeah for sure and that eventually kind of caught up to me for sure Mm -hmm. how did it catch up to you um my senior no my junior year I experienced an anxiety like I had never felt before. Mm -hmm. I've had anxiety my whole life, but it was like really, really bad and kind of crippling. Like I, I wasn't myself. And what had happened was I ended up in a relationship where I didn't need to help. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I, I needed to help myself and that I was not healthy and there were some things that happened in high school as well my um stepmom got arrested my freshman year um in a drug bust and that was really hard and that was really confusing and then the next year my cousin drake passed away suddenly and like i was just going through so much and had tried to like heal those things in such unhealthy ways that like it got to a point where like finally things in my life had settled down and everything was okay and i actually had time where like people around me really really loved me and really wanted to like be in relationship with me and like help me and I all of a sudden didn't know how they could because I had just had so much built up that like I didn't know how to deal with it and it was this huge build up of anxiety that Mm. I didn't know how to work through for sure. It was like all of these things were just like a tornado that just kept twisting and twisting and the dust was just flying everywhere Mm -hmm. In your junior year was when the dust finally started to settle and you had to deal with what was in the middle, which was you. Oh, for sure. It was no longer outward anymore. It was just grace. Definitely. And like I said, I had just put Band-Aids on broken bones and like it was a Band-Aid. Those things don't last very long. (laughs) Right. And it it caught up to me and I, I felt like it came to a point where like all of my things that I had been putting band-aids on like all those wounds like they were exposed and like Mm -hmm. I had to deal with them and truly I really struggled to know how and the way that I had been helping other people was I was always telling them like trust God Mm -hmm. trust God and when I think back on it 
I wasn't doing that. Yeah. I wasn't trusting God. I knew that there was a purpose behind everything. And I knew like there were times where I was like, oh, that's what God was doing in Mm. that. But like, was I fully putting my trust in God? No. Yeah. And my favorite Bible verse has always been Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And originally that was my favorite verse just because it was my mom's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So growing up, I was like, yeah, that's my favorite verse too. But that verse says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, trust him and he'll make your path straight. Hmm. And I just always wanted to like have control of everything because everything in my life felt so out of control. And like I was just trying to work through it and heal it in my own ways, like by helping other people and like thinking that I had it under control and leaning on my own understanding, but not putting that trust like fully in God. It was like I was... I was talking it, but I wasn't walking it. Like I was, Mm -hmm. it was unhealthy. Yeah. You believed it with your head, but your heart didn't believe it. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't fully putting my trust in God at all. Otherwise, if I would have done that, I would have taken more time to be alone Mm -hmm. and to figure out who I am throughout all of this that has happened and how to fully heal from those things Mm -hmm. instead of just calling it a day and moving on yeah it's I I love that you mentioned that if you were taking care of yourself you would have taken time to be alone because Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we try to fill our lives with so many things that we miss the importance of sitting and being introspective so turning our focus from everything that's going on outward and turning in and being like God what is going on inside of my heart Talk to me about these things. Help me heal the stuff that's going on within me. But Mm -hmm. we don't stop for long enough to even let that happen. Oh, no. I definitely didn't do that. I tried to keep myself very, very busy. Mm. And I was in cheer. And I was working all the time. And then I started doing photo shoots. And then I started, like, trying to hang out with my friends as much as I could. And, like, honestly, it was just never taking time to fully be alone like actually alone and there was I don't think there was like hardly any time in high school either where I wasn't chasing after a boy or like talking to a boy I never took the time to try and figure out who I was outside of like relationships with guys and outside of like trying to help other people I I didn't take the time to try and help myself yeah so what was the big breaking point for you when you realized that you couldn't keep living like this anymore and something had to change I was extremely unhealthy mentally my junior going into my senior year of high school. I was kind of living life like in the movies like where they have like the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. Yeah, it's like that dualistic thing. I had that every day, Hmm. every hour. It was horrible. And the anxiety that I felt was just so bad. Yeah and it's like a weight crushing you definitely and it was like everything from my past everything I hadn't worked through and the ways that I had worked through it that were unhealthy were like kind of coming up to the surface and I had a lot of shame and a lot of guilt Mm -hmm. and I realized I was just extremely unhealthy mentally and I couldn't I kept trying to to climb out of the hole that I was in and I just felt like I could not and I realized in that time that I did not trust God mm. and that I kept trying to fix it myself and he was there the whole time like 
trying to help me and like, i was like grace hello i was like i know you're there and yeah. like i'm sure you're doing this right now but like i am i'm gonna do this i think that this is something i need to work through on my own especially with my anxiety i felt like that was something i was like it felt like it was a problem within my own heart that like mm-hmm. i needed to like fix but my anxiety was rooted in the fact that i hadn't healed from my past yeah. and that was something that was really really hard and i realized i had to be alone Mm. and I had to for the first time in an extremely long time since like all of the things had happened like starting in eighth grade up until like my sophomore junior year I had to be alone and work through those and realize like who I was and who I was outside of the image that I had kind of created for myself and yeah yeah, that was hard but it's what I had to do Mm -hmm. so what did that Because sometimes it's easy to say, like, being alone, but being alone means, like, not having your phone around you, like, actually not letting yourself get distracted. Or or does being alone for you mean, like, being alone as in not pursuing a boy or that kind of thing? Or it's both. So what did being alone look like for you? Being alone for me was not being in relationship and not chasing a relationship because that was the way that I had tried to heal all of my broken things in the past few years and trying to help other people and so being alone meant yes I love them and I really want to help them but I need to help myself and I need like I have to figure out what is going on in my life because the longer that I let this pain this like deep-rooted pain that I have like dwell inside of me like it's going to be harder to pick up those pieces and Mm. so I had to separate myself from that and truly just take time to be alone and not chase those relationships and not try and help everyone else and just help myself yeah Mm -hmm. and it's hard to push through that I I know as an Enneagram too because we're connected the fours and the twos yes that it's really hard to make that choice to say no I can't help you right now because I have to help myself it feels a little selfish yeah even though it's not selfish at all so Mm -hmm. how did you fight those feelings of you've had a habit of not being alone for a really long time. So mm-hmm. how did you push through that and not give in to temptations? I had a moment in one of my classes where for some reason God was like speaking through my teacher. <laughs> and I, that's so I love it when that kind of stuff happens. That's and so it cool. was one of those moments where um she was talking about how people in high school like get in relationships and they think that that's what they need and that's what they have to have and that day especially I had just been feeling really really anxious and realized like there was she said something where I just knew that it was like God like it was Mm -hmm. the answer to my prayer and I was like okay I have to make some tough decisions and some tough choices and be alone yeah and um it was hard for sure because that was something that I had never been alone it's scary to have to deal with yourself oh yeah for sure I was like okay so now I'm alone who am I Mm -hmm. like this person I have like made an image of these past few years is that really me in the ways that I have been dealing with things was that the healthiest way? And how can I do that differently? Do I need to have some tough conversations with some people? Do I need to just reevaluate the way that I feel 
loved yeah and take time to learn how much God loves me and the way he loves me and that that should also be the way that I love myself and that was something that I had to work through in that time yeah so you talked about how you felt a lot of shame during all of this time and how you were struggling with how you viewed yourself even and always pursuing outside relationships you don't really learn how to love yourself very well and you don't learn how to take care of yourself or anything like that and so how did understanding that you needed that time and that whole process and starting that healing, how did that affect your your outside relationships or even how you viewed yourself? I realized in that time the way that God loved me and that it was like I said earlier, like I talked the talk but like didn't fully understand it or believe in it. It's like I always knew that God loved me and I always told everyone God loves you and like I knew it. But then there's a verse like love is patient, love is kind. I did a wrap up over that verse for middle school campus life because I was a leader this year. And while I was doing it and while I was processing like what I was going to like teach these kids, Hmm. I was like, shoot, like God loves me like that. And like all the times where I felt that shame, like love, like God was patient with me through that. Like love is patient and like um, love keeps no record of wrongdoings like he loved me through all of the things that I didn't understand how he could love me through or anyone else could love me through and then like when I was hurting from um like my stepmom's addiction like he loved me through that Mm -hmm. and there were so many people that loved me through those things and when um my cousin died in a freak accident like that was really confusing and that was really hard and I didn't understand how he was loving through that so it was times like that where I had to remember like that verse and what the Bible says about the way God loves me and look back on the past four years and see where he was working in ways that I hadn't realized in that moment and the way that he was loving me and I just wasn't seeing it. And then also like evaluating the way that I was like trying to love myself through that and trying to work through it and trying to heal and how like that does not line up with what the Bible says. That is not. Yeah. That's not what love is. The way that I was trying to experience love. Yeah. And yet like God was there that whole time like come on. Mhm. Like you're like preaching this verse Proverbs 3 5 through 6 and I don't think that you actually believe that. And um so yeah it was just that's convicting right there it was just being alone in that time and just being like okay this is who I am this is how God loves me and this is how I should start loving myself and this is how I should expect other people to love me in my future relationships and um having some of those hard conversations like with my stepmom and growing Mm -hmm. from the things that hurt me and looking back like I said and seeing the way God was working in those and yeah, I was hurting in those times, but look at what God was doing and trying to just remember that and keep that as like a faith isn't always a feeling by any means. And like, there were so many times where like, it did not feel good. Mm -hmm. Like I did not feel good. And like, it's a choice. Like faith isn't always a feeling. It's a choice of like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to trust God and I'm going to believe that he is working in this even though like I am hurting and I don't understand because I cannot like Proverbs 3 5 through 6 cannot lean not on my own understanding and just trust in him because he will make my path straight and 
in that time that's just what I learned and quarantine was really really good for me that was like I actually really 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 had to be alone not just from those relationships but like from my friends and from like normal life and just experience like being alone with God Mm -hmm. and what that looks like and the peace that you feel in those times and um hold on to that and know that how good that feels and um try and grow from that and Mm. continue that past those points man quarantine was definitely that a forced isolation Mm -hmm. in that and some people used it to to grow which Mm -hmm. is really it's really great that you were able to do that and that god kind of provided (laughs) that time for you too because you were really like working on that this year definitely in that temptation of not wanting to be alone it was like okay now I'm actually going to be alone, I guess. This yeah. is what you really want me to do. Okay, mm-hmm. here I am. He took away all the options. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you And you were forced to do that. Mm-hmm. So heading into college, you're going to start your freshman year mm-hmm. in two weeks. Yes. Right? Um, so how are you going to practice trusting God when everything changes for you? That is something that I have really been trying to to question myself on in a in a healthy way of like college life is changing like mm-hmm. so much like saying goodbye to people and I'm my whole circle of friends is going to be changing like a year from now I'm going to be calling people that I don't even know some of my best friends and it's going to be hard um Ball State isn't the most Christian school and there are a lot of things there that I know are going to be full of temptation there's also going to be a lot of opportunities for new friendships but also opportunities for like relationships and just trying to keep my head on straight Mm -hmm. and remember what I've learned these past few months and um, remember the way that I have healed the most is from focusing on myself and remembering myself and so in my future friendships and my future relationships like not letting go of those things and remembering like what God says about me mm-hmm. and that this is how I healed myself and I don't want to go back to that unhealthy healing and yeah. just trying to carry that into my future relationships that's why I ended up being alone in the first place because I knew I wanted to be better for myself and for everyone else around me so mm-hmm. keeping that in the back of my head throughout the rest of my um, freshman year for sure yeah I think sometimes we are so focused on our future plans, are so focused on what's going on right now that it takes away from thinking of the past and thinking and like looking back and being like, okay, I can trust God because of all of these things that he's provided for me in my past. Oh, definitely. And knowing that this is a confusing and especially this year with COVID and everything, like things are really, really weird and it's going to look really weird. But like, I have to trust God mm-hmm. because it's almost like I'm completely alone. I, I don't really know anyone there. I know my roommate and that's about all. And yeah. so who am I going to lean on in that time? And um, the answer is God. And that's what I'm going to have to remember is that he is there. And that's where I have to put my trust because truly like he wants what's best for me and he knows my plans more than I do. And yeah, yeah, I have to hold on to that. Hmm. I know you already hit on a few really important ber- verses for you, but were there any other verses or um, songs or anything like that that really that you're planning on carrying with you to help 
help you refocus on God when you kind of get distracted by other things? Yeah. Um, my main way of like that I've always, always felt Jesus is through song. And so a really big moment for me was my freshman year. That summer, I went to Memphis, Tennessee for a missions trip. And while I was there, we were sitting in silence and we were praying. And that was the summer after my stepmom had got arrested. So I was full of a lot of confusion and a lot of sadness, a lot of anger, a lot of different feelings. And trying to just understand what God was doing in that. And I I couldn't figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there in silence and praying and that's what we were all doing in the song it is well was on and I had just prayed like God what are you doing like I want to believe but like I'm confused and as soon as I like said that as soon as I prayed that the next lyrics in the song were far be it for me to not believe even when my eyes can't see and with this mountain that's in front of me it will be thrown into the midst of the sea mm. and that was just really huge for me I broke down I mm. was like okay you're right like far be it for me to not believe that he isn't working in these ways that I can't see and far be it for me to not believe that he doesn't that he doesn't love me Mm. and that he doesn't have a purpose in this pain like he does and um this mountain all the things that were happening like put my trust in him and it'll be thrown into the midst of the sea and that was just a really I love metaphors that's yeah, also and four. that's also a four thing and <laughs> yes. so like uh, that was that was just really powerful for yeah. me and so that song and then also the song why god by austin french hmm. that's huge f- and for me in my life it's just talking about like it's okay to ask god why and like d- but then like with that like just trusting that he is gonna work it out yeah even when we can't see what he's doing so yeah those those two songs oh man that's so good it is well is always going to be one of the most powerful songs Mm -hmm. just because it is so true that no matter what happens it is well with your soul because god is with you definitely you know man Uh, so right now i'd love to give you a chance to read your letter to your younger self okay dear younger me i know you're hurting you're angry and you're confused but don't lose sight of god don't lose sight of that hope God's there. He has an outstretched hand ready to help you and to pick up all the pieces. And not only that, he's ready to teach you how to put them back together. You can't just rely on yourself. Your desire to help other people is good, but help yourself too. Give yourself time to learn more about who you are and to reflect on the heavy feelings that you felt throughout the years. In your time of self-reflection, keep God at the center. He will make your path straight. You just have to let him. Boys are not the answer, nor are the things of this world. Let the creator of it all be the one to fill the hole that you've been feeling. You've got this. You are so loved, and I can't wait for you to really feel what that feels like. Keep your head up and keep the faith. Love me. Hmm. I do love it that you focused on the, like, I can't wait for you, my younger self, to feel what I'm feeling right now, which is the freedom of trusting God. Yeah. So I, I, I love that little part that you said. How was writing that? Well... I wrote it two times. Okay. <laughs> and the reason being because the first time I wrote it, I realized I was just kind of like talking how I used to always talk, like mm. all the good, like this is what God's doing and this is what you 
like this is all the great things that God's doing and it was more like poetic and yeah. not like real okay like and I feel like that's what I always used to try to do is just keep things good but mm-hmm. like I needed to be real and I needed to remind my younger self as well that like yes God is really really good but you're also really really hurting right now and this is something that's real and that you need to work through mm. and through you working through that and dealing with that in a healthy way you'll experience God's love in a way that like I hadn't ever felt it before Hmm. so I wrote it two times second time I had to be a little bit more real Uh, yeah how is that good I need to be more real with myself that's something I've learned is it's not all sunshines and rainbows (laughs) I wish it was I I gotta be real yeah for sure yeah and experience like know that like there are going to be bad things that happen and that's completely fine mm-hmm. it's just the way that you work through it and working through it in a healthy way and in the way that god would want me to yeah it's not about ignoring all the hard things mm-hmm. it's about working through them healthily and I, I love it that you said that definitely it's so true so if you were to give advice to someone who is in the same spot as you were who is struggling with trust, who maybe feels like the world is just stacking things up against them or, or a, even, you know, focusing outwardly and never inward. What's some advice you would have for people in that situation? I think that most people can probably relate to that mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because it's so easy to feel like life is very much out of control because I think as humans we want to always understand and have control over what's going on and so when things kind of start to go bad and when things kind of start to spiral out we get confused and try to just do it on our own and my advice would be to put that trust in God give it to God and I wish that I would have done that and just like not trying to deal with it on my own and just truly give it to God because the peace that comes along with that Mm. is a peace that like I needed for so long and thought I was feeling, but it was not true peace. It was not true joy. Yeah. I hope that everybody can hear that at home because that is such a powerful lesson to learn. And if you can commit that not only to your head, but to your heart Mm -hmm. and really understand what that looks like for you, I think that would change so many people's outlook on life and how people deal with really hard things. Yeah. And like I... I realized this actually the other day, like I was able to finally put like my feelings like into words. And that was that like my faith has not always been a super overpowering feeling that I've had, especially when things go bad. It's confusing and you can get angry and you're in pain. So it's really easy to fall into that mindset of like asking the why God, especially when things get really hard. Like, what are you doing in this and like it doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. and so when it doesn't feel good I feel like sometimes it's hard for us to keep that faith and so something that I had to realize and had to understand is that my faith is not always going to be a feeling it is a choice that I'm going to have to wake up and make daily like I know that there is a God who loves me and wants nothing except for the best for me. And so although this hurts really bad right now and I don't know what he's doing through this, I'm going to choose to believe that he is going, there's going to be some kind of good in this and I'm going to choose to trust in him. Hmm. And like that was also really big for me Yeah, to 
understand that and come to that realization of it's a choice yeah. and not always just a feeling and that that's a choice that I need to make and I want to make. Mm-hmm. So. And it changes so much mm-hmm. when that happens and your, your mindset and just who you are. Grace, I am so happy that you were able to come in and share part of your story with us. And it has been a complete joy watching you grow up to the person that you are today. It seriously, I remember sitting at a coffee shop with you your freshman year and you telling me all this really hard stuff about your life to now when we're about to send you off to college. And it has been so night and day watching you go from like running around like a like a chicken with the head cut off just trying to help everybody around you but never focusing on you to Mm -hmm. to now it's just caused so much more maturity in you and so much more thoughtfulness and grace I know that God doesn't take us to really hard places unless he's planning to do something with them and he has already begun to work through you from some of the really hard things that you've been through Mm -hmm. and I can't wait for you to meet new friends at Ball State and show them all the love of Jesus that you have that is deep within you yes yes I feel so encouraged and so happy so everyone at home thank you so much for listening Grace thanks for being here today and guys I hope that you learned a little bit more about Grace today definitely more about yourself and I hope you learn more about God and who he is and so make sure that you go on and you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts follow us on Spotify please leave us a review leave us a rating share this with your friends you can like our Facebook page and go out and love yourself a little